I can do this. I can do this. Okay. It's called Seasons of Cindy. Okay, can't believe I'm doing this. And like my whole house can hear me right now. Okay. 38.42 times 100 minutes, yes, minutes of the joy you spread on air. 38.42 times 100, 100 episodes of the girl out there. Oh my <laughs> In rebirth, detachment, dear diary, cups of bliss cues, spirits and soul, <laughs> laughter and tears. So many tears. 38.42 times 100. Minutes, yes, minutes of the joy you spread on air. Girl out there. The girl out there. <laughs> okay, don't have this note. The girl out there. We need your love. We need your love. Oh my God. Hi, it's the girl out there right here with you, the girl in here, me, Cindy, with my favorite, Jessica Serrato. You're my favorite, Cindy. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I always say I'm so excited. I'm so excited for um, you to be here. I am so excited for all the things always arriving, uh, even when I'm just beside your energy. I I love having you in my life, and um, I just am glad you're back on the podcast. I could cry just seeing your face because um, you're just we're off to a great start. <laughs> I know because I just I just am excited for what the next year is going to bring for us. Um, but the reason I asked you on this is so funny um, is because it's my birthday month month. And I had thought that we, I was entering into my exciting next season. So I was like, yeah, come on, let's talk about my, my next season and all of these things and, and it, talking to people about seasons. And you just now announced that I'm still in this season. So this is really a lot for me. To <laughs> You've got one year to go. I mean, this is thing about energy, right? They're all cycles. So let's switch this. You might not be entering this new seasonal cycle, but you are for sure entering a new cycle, okay, right? Yeah. It's on the growth rings of the tree. It's like, or those, those nesting dolls, right? There's cycles yeah. within cycles within cycles. Yeah. So, I mean, on everyone's birthday, we enter in this, to this beautiful yearly cyclical pattern. Mm -hmm. um, and it just means that you just have one final year in this larger <laughs> seasonal pattern. Um, but what a gift to like finish off the season strong, learning those lessons. So you're truly ready to embrace your next one. So yes. So do you want to talk a little bit? Because I have been talking to clients about their seasons. And I think a few of them have actually tapped over to you because of that. Um, but we, you came on and talked about seasons a while ago, but I think it's, um, it's really relevant. Uh, some people don't want to know their seasons. They don't want to have that information. Um, I've even talked to some people and they're like, why would you want to know that you are in this? And uh, that's it. That's, 
that's great for me to even hear that some people don't want that. For me, it's been very helpful. So do you want to kind of give um, maybe what are the four seasons, what it, that means? And then we can go into my own so they can get an understanding. Yeah, sure. And, you know, just as you said that, and I'll try to explain um it's, it's hard on a spoken word podcast, but there is a visual underneath the, this mathematical equation that is a series of four pinnacles. So if you could just imagine four mountains within mountains, I'm going to get a little bit more into this, but the reason why I... I want to know my seasons is all of us in this world, we're climbing these pinnacles, right? They, they are, they are these, um, the roadmap in front of us. And so for sure, you can just walk. If you're comfortable simply walking through the pinnacles, through the mountains and valleys, great. But I personally love to know why the heck I'm walking. I want to know what like the purpose is in me taking these intentional steps. And also, I really love to know my challenges. It doesn't mean knowing the challenges don't make them go away. But at least when they come up, I'm like, okay, great. This is I this is getting me closer to my path. So okay, so to back up in our numerological chart, um, on the Pythagorean side, so on the numbers, we each go through four distinct seasons and they are nine years long. So this cycle of one through nine happens four times in our life. Now, each one of us, depending on our chart, start at a different age. So this is also why sometimes it's challenging, right? Like you started your first season at age 29. I started my first season at age 25. Some people listening might not start their first season until 34. And so, we are all like in the different stages of our life. And these four seasons, each one of these pinnacles, if you can imagine like a triangle and it, those nine years are in this triangle and we're trying to climb to the top and we're going one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine in our years. And at the top is this overarching energy. There is a number, a frequency that is our, um, both our, our karma and our dharma what we are meant to learn in our this season, the karma, so that we can more confidently do the work, our dharma. And if you could just imagine we're climbing up the peaks of these, these pinnacles, and there is also a number at the bottom, and this is called our valley. So we're heading to the peak and we have a number at our peak, what we're going for, and then we have a valley. And that valley is the challenge, is what is always behind us, pushing us up to help us reach that peak. So sometimes we think we wanna really say the challenges aren't pulling us down, they're just behind us making sure we keep going. Um, and then I, I will show you, Cindy, it's helpful for me. I know people might not be able to see it, but within this is like, there's a little mini triangle that's one peak. And then right next to it is the second peak. And you have to climb these two peaks. You have to successfully go through these two seasons to be able to get up to that third mountain the, where the two triangles combine. And then the fourth season is this really large uh, triangular shape. But you see how just even understanding that or hearing that, you can't skip seasons. Oh, I mean, okay, you can do whatever you want, sure. But if you, it, 
it is helpful. It's like a booster or um, oh, what are those things? The <laughs> If you can't quite reach the sink, you put it there. Oh, a step stool. Okay, so so the first couple of seasons are actually step stepping stools mm -hmm. to make it easier to reach that last season, larger season, exactly. Okay, and so that that makes perfect sense, it, okay. at least to me. That yeah, that's good. And so everyone, so does everyone? So my first two seasons are a one. Now somebody might start with a nine energy at their first season. Yes. So the energetic season, this overarching energy can be anywhere from one through 11. Okay. So it could be any one of those numbers. And you're right. M most people, Cindy, don't start at the very beginning. Yes. Okay. It's, it's not so linear. Um, it's not necessarily uh, consecutive. It just so happens that in your chart, your first season was a one. Yes. And then it goes one. Your second season is also a one. And this is another thing for people is, is sometimes in our life, we have these repeating seasons. And for other people in their charts, they have four distinct seasons, meaning that each one of the four is not the same. There are four different numbers. You just, again, happen to start with one and your second season is also a one. So there is a repeating season here, a back-to-back -back repeating season. A third option is someone could have a repeating season, but not consecutively. So for right. example, I'll use my chart. I had a three season, I had a nine season, and now I'm coming into my three season again. Again. So repeating, but not consecutive. And so it's simply because you didn't quite learn it all. And now you're coming back stronger and ready to have it again. Yeah, because my 25-year-old self mm -hmm. is different than my 44-year-old self. Right. So same overarching energy, but it's not going to be Groundhog Day because right. I am different. Right. And just like you, although we kind of laugh and giggle, you've had almost 18 years of the of same the dharma, same. <laughs> the same karma, but you you have grown, you have evolved, you are different. And so... Um, it's it's not Groundhog Day, but it is a repeating lesson because it is so mm -hmm. important to learn. And so that's that's the thing for me is that it's because this is so important. I'm having to repeat it over and over. So do you want to explain a little bit about that? Yeah. So like specifically for you and your chart. Yes. Yeah. So the one season is about reboots and, and fresh starts. And so you were, it was helping you make space for new people, ideas, um, and beliefs, and really to free yourself from the ideas and the expe expectations of others so you could come home to you, the one. But do you see just how many lessons we can learn in that? Because for many of us, that is an overarching lesson for most of our life. Um, the one season is a time to really live more in alignment with your own dreams, desires, purpose, and passion. And there are many redos. I don't know how else to say it. There are many redos. There are many, well, I guess I'm just going to start again in this season. And instead of, that's why I think it's really important for you to know, because for any of you who have a one season or you, Cindy, it's like, imagine if you didn't know this. 
and you just said, oh, I guess I'm just going to have to start again. Ah, like that can be so defeating. Whereas you're like, actually, no, I am meant my, my work right now is to try things. And if, or when I am surprised and they don't work out that I'm going to start again, I, I am meant to start again multiple times and multiple times. multiple times and the the pushing up energy this challenge for you has also been the same and it is the challenge of the two and it is the valley of of worthiness so all of sensitivity will be a challenge um maybe at the beginning you were fearful for standing up for yourself um it was really all of these were challenging you to gain more confidence, to um, real, and the, the number two is of intuition, to trust your intuition more and more and more, even when others can't make sense of it. And so that's a big, I mean, I don't know how you feel about it, but that's like an ongoing big challenge. And it's, yes, it's a huge, it's like, I feel like that for me, knowing how much I have to learn has been, I've never, although I felt disappointed at times, I'm like, no, it's okay. It's just what I, these are the lessons and this is the karma and this is the Dharma. Yeah. And if you think of it like this universal booster seat, the universe has actually given you this beautiful gift because the universe, the energy knows your third peak right? It is aware of what you're going to face in this third season for you. And so its job energetically is to help you prepare for it. And so this is what's so cool about your chart is, you know, in your third season, it is all about intuition and connection where you're not only are you um, trusting your intuition, but your intuition is taking a front seat and do you see how if you if you didn't have all these lessons about trusting your intuition, you would be scared right now about letting it drive. But now you're like, sweet, drive. I know. I think I always look at the like confidence with your intuition is the biggest thing, right? Yes. And it's okay to make a fool of yourself and it's okay to look ridiculous. And I think I look back in the last 17 years and think, okay, well, the amount of times I've had to just go what's, what do I feel? What does that, what does it feel like inside? No, I'm not comfortable in this job anymore. How does it feel? How does it feel to leave that? How does it feel to leave a marriage? How does it feel with my child? La, 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 la. Um, that's all to do with trusting that inner voice versus the society says, do this, right? Yeah. Um, I, that's so beautiful because really I was laughing because I, we are similar in a way of that we both do a lot of writing. And so when I wrote for your next season, um, it is, you know, it is going to have you reaching out to new people in collaboration, in alliances. And this season is about, is not about doing, it's about feeling. And so you have become so comfortable with the feeling that this next season is not like you're going to be forced to run a marathon and you haven't trained for it. Like these, these two seasons, you have trained for it. And so now you're like, okay, and you can get further along, along on this dharmic path. You, you'll still have to go through, of course, you know, some lessons, but instead of going like wait, like just kind of thinking like rock climbing, you're going to get a few parts where the rope just slips. 
but I don't feel you're ever going to completely lose the harness and slip all the way down to the bottom because it's, it's going to catch you like in those slips a little bit. And so what is in this second, then second season of nine, which isn't going to happen this year. I still have another year. You, well, your third. Yeah. So you're in your third, second season. Third, again, you're, so your third head. season. Yeah. So what this is, is, this is beautiful because we talked a little bit about like the two, the Dharma, like what you're like, and, and what is going to challenge you? What is your Valley is the zero. And we know that the zero isn't necessarily a number, but it is a symbol. And if I could say it in um, just a phrase, the zero represents the challenge of choice. You are going to have so many opportunities. Your life is going to open up like a beautiful black hole and you can choose to jump in or you can choose to be scared of it right? It's like going into an ice cream place with a hundred flavors, right? And it's like, you're going to have a lot of choice. And so the challenge is going to be to have the utmost faith in your abilities to make these choices. Why? Because you've redoed so much. You're just like, sweet. Well, I'm going to choose vanilla. And if I don't like it, then I can just choose again. Whereas if you hadn't had these lessons, you would be paralyzed by the choice. You would be in the ice cream store for hours and never enjoy the ice cream because you can't make a choice. Right. And know that like, so that does make sense. Cause the, you know, I could have chocolate one day and peanut butter the next day, whatever. It's yeah. totally fine is what you're saying. Whereas yeah. I, I've, I've talked to people now and, uh, and I, and I recognize, and I think you would be the same where they're like, but I can't do that. And I'm like, well, it, and I understand why they can't. I understand the freeze because I've been frozen yeah. before as you probably have. Like I, I still can think of the day of trying to leave my job and feeling frozen. Whereas now I could leave a job. No problem. Yes. Yeah. And that represents this. The zero represents all or nothing. You decide and you get to decide, which is so cool. Um, and it's like, you're gonna be offered an enhanced dose of free will. So for me, but you can you see how just hearing that it can feel really exciting or it can be like, oh man, I'm gonna have to make the choice. Yes, you are. I love it. Yeah, I'm like, sweet, this is, so the, and the zero is is very spiritual symbol, right? So it is it is like having source. And in your back pocket. Okay. Um, so what's the downfall? That the choices might feel confusing. They might feel difficult. Um, you know, we rarely, we rarely make empowering decisions by default. So essentially you're never, you know, how like sometimes, um, like, you're just like, oh, I'll just let the time run out and like, let someone else make a decision for me. Or like, I just won't make a decision. And I'll just like, that's not going to be possible for you in these nine years. Anytime you wait it out, the universe will remind you, hey, Cindy, you can't, you can't outsource this decision. You gotta, I'm trying to think of like a very concrete example that everyone will, um, you know, if you're, say you're deciding, um, let's just like a silly example, like you're you, you go into a store and you like 
these two dresses and one's pink and one's blue. And you're just like, okay, well, I'll just wait um, and, and maybe I'll get a sign or, you know, oh, maybe the next time I come in the store, I'll have a better sense of which one I get. And then the next time you go in the store, both the pink and the blue dress are not going to be there. They're going to be brown. It's be like, well, you gave up your chance to choose. So you get this or the same with the ice cream. You're like, oh, I really can't decide between cookies and cream and mint chocolate chip. Okay, well, maybe I'll just wait. And the next time you go into the ice cream store, there's just one flavor and it's vanilla. You don't have a choice anymore. Okay. So it's like really taking action and knowing, and then being shown, well, you, you have, which makes perfect sense. Yeah. So that is the challenging part of it is okay. like, you're, you're not going to be able to sit back and, right. um, and not make a choice. Okay. And if you try to, yeah, it, oh, I don't want to say it'll be taken away from you, but no, but it, Yeah you'll be a bit disappointed. You'll be aware of what happens when you don't make the choice. The consequences, the natural consequences yeah, of not okay. making a choice. Yeah. Or just like the kids, right? Like you always say like, okay, I'm going to give you a choice. And if you don't decide, mommy's going to decide. Right. No kid wants that. Yes. Okay. Like, so that's like the challenge. And so then after this nine years, then mm-hmm. I move into the three. So your last th- so your again, season that you're in now. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And so the three is all about um, stepping into the spotlight, being fearlessly expressive. And um, it's time to do you. It's time to do you. And when you do so, if you really embrace that, you may learn some lessons about the opinions of others. and maybe what effect they have on you or don't have on you. Um, but it's finding out what you want and, and releasing judgment and comparison. Um, and it's going to be a season to say yes, say yes, say yes, say yes, and express. And, you know, this brings up maybe these, where these energetic seasons sometimes collide with where we are logistically in life or chronologically in life, right? So you could kind of see how like, okay, if you had a season of three, say, um, when your kids were very young, or when you perhaps hadn't had a chance to fully trust your intuition or whatever, getting like having, and you still, you'll still feel it. Be like, you should be in the spotlight. You should be out there talking. You should be expressing your truth. And you would feel like, oh my gosh, but I have this, these responsibility, like, right. So you see how sometimes like they, they might collide and in doing so, instead of fighting against the energy, we would look for ways to, okay, you have this energy and you have this life, this real life. So instead of feeling frustrated about how you feel they might not be connected, we can connect them, right? Because we, we know that there are a million different opportunities and things you could do. Um, you know, I'm trying to think, of an example, like, so for me, when my kids were so young, I had a peak of nine and it was like, you're being called to go higher, to look at the bigger picture, to help others, to be, um, you know, uh, shining a mirror on your life, to really learn from it. And it's like a very humanitarian. And when I first learned that, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't think I helped 
humanity at all because I was changing diapers and I was like not sleeping. And then someone reminded me, wow, like you helped humanity by raising two kind humans. That like, I know, don't make me cry. Now, right? So like that, like, do you see how just the flip of it, right? It's like, yeah, actually I did. I achieved that karma and dharma in that lifetime. I did my job. But can you imagine if I had really not embraced that and 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 pushed against it? It would have been a very frustrating um, nine years for me. And also knowing it was actually beautiful to know that like even the last couple of years, and I think you, I mean, obviously, you know, this, there were times specifically over the last two or three years where I've had some opportunities mm -hmm. uh, perhaps to maybe travel or go speak. And I, and I hesitated and I didn't do it because I was like, my kids are four. Like, I don't want to be away from them for a week. And it really helped me to be like, you know what? In three years, so in 2023, mm -hmm. I will have this energy to support me. And you know now, now I'm traveling all over the place. I'm going yeah. to events because my it's possible for me now. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I love that. That's so beautiful, right? Like, sorry, I know we're both yeah. just going to be like, <laughs> but um, I think that we sometimes think we have to be this massive thing in order to make an impact. Um, and I've said that to people too, like, you know, you say one word and it touches the word, the ears of seven people that then touches the ears of whoever, right. You connecting to your children in a beautiful way that is helping humanity mm -hmm. like that. So true. Um, but I think, again, when I think of these last 18 years, 17, only 17, um, <laughs> it actually, it really has helped me to go, this is not my time to be, um, like, I know I'm still, like, you'd said it to me, I'm rambling, you'd said it to me at one point, Cindy, you, you're in this space of learning, so in a few years, you can teach it. Yeah. And um, that had really helped me, because even in the last year, I'm like, whoa, just learned it again. And so I'm like, yeah. it's okay. I'm, I am, I'm just, it's like, I'm packing it in. So I, I will learn. So I'll be able to teach it. I mean, I'm obviously teaching for people yeah. now, but it's going to be greater in yeah. a few years. Yeah. And so do you feel like in this kind of last year of your ascension to the pinnacle of this, like, are yeah. there, are there any, is there any other things, lessons that you're like, I really want to embrace those in order now that you know, you're coming into the two of connection, alliances, collaboration, and intuition. What does that help you see over the next year? Like, what do you want to, so in a sense, I'm just going to ask you in a different way. So knowing now that this last year of your season is mm -hmm. a nine, so a nine is about releasing, like you're in a nine year, right? Okay. And so it's when you're preparing for the next season, the next pinnacle, yes, it's about finishing up and learning all these lessons, but it's also asking you, what are you going to leave behind? What are you going to take out? Like think of mountain climbing or rock climbing. What are you going to get out of your backpack to make it lighter so you can climb this third um, season? So I guess I'll ask it in two ways of like, what are you still hoping to do and learn over this next year? And 
what are you ready to leave? Like what no longer serves you here? I think as soon as you asked the question, um, it just came that I am, I am ready. I am, I think I'm finally ready to accept love in. Um, that's been a big lesson for me. It's been very, very challenging. Um, and I, so I'm finally going like, yeah, that's, that's a space for me that I'm opening to. Yeah. Which is very important, um, in human it's responsibility. Yeah. (laughs) It's huge responsibility. Um, and I see that it's not just about like, Oh, I love a flower. Um, Um, I think that's a big thing. And, um, also, um, my, I, my idea of, um, intelligence. Oh yeah. Um, because I think knowledge is really important and I have blocked that. And I bring that from you too, is just because you've said something about, you might not even remember saying it, just that I need to accept my own, um, capacity for Uh what I can bring in. And I have often, um, been like, I can't do it. And I don't know how. And, um, and even the other day, the example is like you, we were with the newsletter. And then I was like, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do this newsletter and, uh, stop saying I can't like, I just haven't yet. Right. And, uh, that's a simple little thing. And it was not perfect, but it was me going like, no, I can just, I can create a newsletter. <laughs> you could do it. Yeah. And so it's, as soon as you just transfer over, I want to be able to be technically like to, to meet with more people to, because as, as soon as we know what our hope is, my hope is that I want to be able to, to connect with more, to help more, to support more, to learn more. I trap myself in, I am not able to. Right. So Mm -hmm. I think that's, I think those are the two things. Yeah. I love that. That Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. Right. Because you, before you meet, because, okay. So we always, I, you and I love this about us. We stick very much in the empowered side, but let the first thing that comes to my mind with the two energy disempowered. So I don't like to use the word negative, but disempowered is codependence. So let's just talk about this. If you don't shift this belief right now that I can't do this or I need someone to help me, the alliances and the connections that you are going to be called to create in your next season are going to be based in codependence. You're going to look for people to do things for you. And yes, they're connections. Yes, they're collaborations. Yes, they're alliances. So it's the energy is there, but it's on the disempowered side. So I love this. This is like so cool. This is, and this is also such a beautiful, tangible example for everybody. It's like, we can't, like this energy is not going to miss us. Oh, you're muted. I can't hear. <laughs> okay. This energy is not going to like miss us. And so we can play in the empowered or the disempowered side. Like we're still going to go through these cycles. So again, my, my question is, well, if you're going to go through it anyway, don't you want to know the empowered side so you can work towards it 
instead of just getting like spun around in the washing machine. It may like what you just said though is so true because it, we look at codependence, which I think brackets um, love, right? So yes. understanding healthy love, understanding it's not codependent, which so many people are codependent. I was probably very codependent. Um, and so then avoided it because I didn't like the feeling. Yes. Um, so I didn't like, I didn't want that. So in order to, I had to understand my own self before I could actually break into what that felt like. And then I think that's the same where it's like, I want to be able to work with others, shining their strength, but also knowing I am at least able to understand all levels of what is going to be happening. Yeah. And you just said it like you needed the one before the two, right? You needed yourself before the other, like before truly allowing someone in. And now you know that like the more you shine, you don't, you don't take away the reflection of anybody else. The more you shine, the brighter the reflection, just think about a mirror, right? It's just how it works. And so like, I just, and then what's, you know, if, if you look at head at your next nine years with these, with this too, is like, you're really being very discerning and intentional about the connections and the alliances because you are calling people in that will support you in stepping into the spotlight in your fourth season, right? Who are not going to push you out of the way to take the light for themselves, right? Or who are not going to, this is also like, who are not going to allow you to shrink back. So, not all of these connections and relationships are going to be, um, you, you need people, you need people to do what it is you need, not necessarily what you want, right? Because sometimes we want to shrink back and these people in your life are going to be like, nope, your turn to shine, get out in the spotlight. You like, so you're really going to be discerning about like cultivating these relationships that are going to help you in your next season. I like it. Yeah. And that's, like how I feel like we need to match. <laughs> I was laugh when I was, when I just did a quick meditation before this. Um, yeah. I don't even know where it's from, but I've seen it all over the internet where it's like, would you like to form an alliance with me? Have you ever heard that? No. Oh my gosh. I have to send it to you. It's so cute. Um, I have no idea. I think it's maybe from the office anyway, but it is, it is like, who are you, who are you going to collaborate with? Who are you going to create alliances with? And it's, mutually beneficial right that's that's the definition of collaboration of alliances of whatever well the energy is different at every like so some some energy times you're not wanting to form alliances 100 Mm -hmm. and because they're not going to serve the purpose that is needed in like so just an example like if you had um if you had a seasonal peak all about like creation, right? Which some people do, you actually probably don't wanna be collaborating with others so much because it's going to influence your creativity, which is your dharma in those nine years. Like you are needing the space to create. You don't need people up in your business, right? Like, and so, but again, like, does it mean you know, 
if we, it's hard because we're talking with a lot of different cycles, but so let's use this example. So I don't want anyone to think if you have this creative nine years that you're meant to be a hermit. No, because remember in those nine years, you go through the one, maybe in the one year, you're going to be a little bit more quiet, but the two year, you're going to be taking your ideas. You're going to get loud. You're going to be asking for feedback on your ideas. Like, so there, there are parts in those nine years where you'll be going through the cycle. Um, and so you'll, you'll have chance to. to and so to how people. does that like relate with, like, I know Dear Diaries. Um, I think she's in a three right now too. Mm-hmm. Um, how does that relate for you with your partner? Like, do, do you know his seasons? And then you kind of know like, okay, he's in a, he's in a five or do like, do you pay attention to it or not? I, well, I laugh. I think you need to have both people need to be participating as, as you know, yes, my partner isn't a very willful participant perhaps um, in wanting to know his energy, but like he's, so he, he's basically participating in an energy cycle that I know and how that, and how that helps me is, you know, when I get really excited and focused on something and I don't feel his enthusiasm or he, right. Mm-hmm. I have to remind myself, right. well, this is not his focus. Right. He has a different focus. And what I need to remind myself is he is supporting me as a person, not necessarily my dharma. Right. So, right. Like he, and so I think you, you can look at it, especially when there is a bit of, um, I'm getting this word of resentment. I think sometimes in couples, right? Or sometimes in relationships, you feel resentful because it's like, whose dharma? Like, whose is more important than the other? Right, right. And it's it's just different. Right. Um, and you can, yeah, you can see. And sometimes, and this is interesting because last season, my challenge mm-hmm. was his peak. Oh. So he's going for the thing yeah. that is the biggest pain in my ass. Wow. So I, so what I learned in that is I had to release any judgment that I had that he was intentionally doing things to push my buttons or piss me off because he wasn't. He was simply following his energy. Yeah. And that just so happened to be my challenge. Yeah. And before I knew that, I equated as he is my challenge because his energy that he was going for matched the energy of my challenge. But that was not true. I see. I think that's what's so fascinating is if you know that you at least can, even if you get irritated in moments, (laughs) remind yourself like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Right. A hundred percent. I Now, can we just quickly talk about my twins? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yeah we can. you're twins everybody's like Cindy has a twin well I just find this little piece so fascinating so just like maybe just a little yeah. um I just because I never knew that this was possible yeah so my I was we were talking the other day and I was explaining that my have my two boys and I gave you my their birthdays and you just said oh that's interesting they are twin energy mm-hmm. what is, can you just ex- yeah so I think this will be interesting for everybody. So we're shifting a little bit now to the astro numerological side, which is the playing cards. And I know we, you, we talked about this before on the, the podcast, but essentially every day you are, 
the day that you are born, you enter into a contract, a job description, and that could be one of the 52, well, technically 53 cards in the deck if you take the Joker. And all of the cards, except for seven, continually shift and move. There's this beautiful geometrical pattern. So every year you are next to a different card, right? So this is, explains a little bit about the relationships in your life, like what, what's around you to support you. That's why people come in and out of your life at different times. Like we can look at so many things. But there's, if you can imagine it like square dancing, there's seven cards that are in the middle circle that never move. They just stay there and they wait for everyone else to dance around them. And three of them are unique on their own. And you happen to be one of them. You're what we call a fixed card. So you are there, you never change positions, but your life isn't boring. Why? Because everybody else is changing positions, right? And then there are uh, four cards and they are sets of twins, right? So there are two cards whose only job is to continually switch spaces with each other. And then there are two other cards that do the same. And just so happens that you're, which is a mate, like, just imagine, like, you are, a, you, you are a fixed card, and then your two children are a, a pair of twins. They are continually flipping with each other. It's like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, right? It's like always like the, the twin cards. And so this is also fascinating to know because they are serving um, a beautiful purpose in each other's lives. And it's always a reminder to them that, I don't want to give, I'm not so honest, but they better be careful about how they treat the other person because they're going to be in that person's shoes in the next cycle. So they're continually, they're passing karma back and forth to each other. And it happens every half the year. Every so year. Every year, because it's very interesting um, to see how their energy switches when I reflect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's just a beautiful connection um, to have. And again, I think like just knowing it, you can become a little bit more um, empathetic, right? To like, oh, wow, like I'm, I'm going to feel this too soon. Yeah. So how they can connect to each other, how they can um, be see It's like a mirror, but a mirror to the future. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. I'm going to steal that. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first, everybody. And, yeah, and, then, beautiful. and so my card is I stay, but people continually come into my life. Correct. I don't have a, I don't have a solid. No, you, you stay, you are a fixed card. You never move positions. Other I never people just, I never move position, but people constantly like my kids, like, I don't understand how that quite works. Every other card. So if, if someone, if, unless they are an eight of clubs, like you, unless yeah. their birth card is eight of clubs, they are just continually moving around you, um, switching positions. And so we can talk about this practically in two ways in terms of karma. Yeah. You are always going to be your biggest blessing and you are always going to be your biggest challenge. Okay. Because how we figure out, I can do this in one minute, how we figure out karma, right, is we all have our space in this system. So I have my home base. It's where I was born into. When I move out of that for the year, someone comes into my home and they pay me rent for the year. So they're paying me as in, like they owe me, as in I'm receiving 
good karma from them and they're I'm challenging them because I'm their landlord essentially, right? And the space that I move into, well, of course I have to pay that person rent. You never pay rent to anybody else except yourself, which is awesome. But I can also understand how that kind of sucks because no one ever pays you. So that's like how I would say in like a very practical way of like the movement of these. There's 52 houses. Yeah. And you just happen to live in the same house all the time. All the time. And you have new neighbors all the year, all the time. (laughs) That is, that, that is the best way to, wow. And there's only how many other cards like mine? There's two others. others. There's three of you who never move. Yeah. And then for example, the twin cards, they just swap houses. They 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 just swap houses every year, every year. So just knowing, um, just knowing who's in your house for the year and whose yeah. house you're in for the year, this would exclude you, of course, because you're fixed. But anybody yeah. else who's listening is like a huge um, weight off your shoulders because you're like, okay, well, I, this is great. At least I know where my karma is coming from. Got um, it. And where, and where I meant to receive. Right. Because a lot of times in life, I feel people energetically, are trying to pay us. Mm-hmm. They're knocking on our doors and we're not answering because we don't, we are not aware that, that we are meant to receive from them. Wow. Right. We're very, we're, we are more, <laughs> we are definitely more aware of who we got to pay. Yeah. Wow. And so we make it so hard because we're like, I got to pay, this is my challenge. This is my challenge. This is my challenge. Where am I going to get this money? How am I going to pay my rent this month? And if you would just turn around and be like, oh, I'm going to get my rent from the person who is paying me their rent. Right. It connects us all in that way. Right. Yep. Wow. This is like the most knowledgeable, like I swear. (laughs) It's so good. Like I, I think I'm don't your job. It's amazing. I, I have to agree. I love my job. Yes. I love my job. Thank you. I feel like this is where I, I so want to tap in. I was doing the forecast and was getting all these cards and then just like, I wonder what this deck means. I wonder what, but I'm just getting it through feeling. Right. So to be able to just analyze, like I just, it's also, it's so great to have you where you can put it all in a log in a logical, but not quite logical, right? Way. Yeah. It just, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I'm excited. Now prepared, I've got another year and a one. There you go. But you've got some new energy coming, right? I've got, got some new energy. energy. Yes. And now where can everybody find you? So you can find me at my website, which is jessicasterato.com or yeah. on Instagram. Um, and you can also find Cindy and I this summer doing some yeah. pop-up readings. Um yeah. and and maybe live. Maybe live, maybe in person also. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, that's where you can find me. Thank you for asking. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, Blissful. Thank you so much for leaning in today. And make some time for yourself, for some cozy socks, and perhaps for paying it forward to somebody else. Perhaps it will be a smile a look in somebody's eyes, or maybe 
driving through a coffee shop and buying for the car behind you. There are so many ways that we can ripple effect the idea of love, of kindness, and of gentleness. It continues to grow and grow with every thought, action, and word we do and say. It's all about the in-between little moments that make this life so special. Enjoy the bliss and enjoy the mess because they are both all that we have.